2: This Haberman of Middlecoff segment is brought to you by Ease and EaseWellness.com promo code HAM and Manscaped.com promo code HAM and BoxOfAwesome.com promo code HAM and SeatGeek.com promo code HAM. Now to the segment. My other bold prediction. I think the Bengals beat the Steelers on Sunday. We'll see. Yeah. All right. man. Yeah. I'm just I, – I, these are just my – these are my my gut takes. That's a my gut Without really thinking about it. It's well, more I, of a Mason Rudolph, rough week for him. That's <laughs> kind of my thought. And you would say more than likely,
3: you know, in our lifetime, there's been one zero-loss team, I think. Maybe there's been two. Like, it, it doesn't happen very there's often. There's been one, and it was the Browns. And it was the Lions, so it's been two. Did the Browns oh go win this?
0: Forget
2: about the Lions. Yeah, because Orlowski.
3: I thought Hugh won one game. Did he? Uh, Now I'm confused. I I thought he won like three over three years. Go with your guy. It it, it wasn't. It it was a it was a stretch where it was like three and 48. You know, it was ugly. The Lions definitely went winless. I I think in defense of your of your bold take, though, watching the Bengals against the Raiders, like with Joe Mixon, Geno Atkins, the Browns Browns did. They
2: went 0 16.
3: (laughs) Yeah, and then they. Oh yeah, then they traded the pick because they didn't want Goff or Wentz. Uh, that yeah. worked out well. But yeah, you'd say the Bengals probably more like a one win team than a zero win team. Just watch them against the Raiders. They were still playing hard
2: and they got some decent players. It's a thin line. Yeah, thin line. But anyway, I bring it up I bring it up just because the Steelers are five and five behind the behind the Colts. Um so what are the chances you think that the Raiders and the Colts end up with the same record?
3: Well, I, I actually think there are two teams. Let's just assume Whether you're right or not with the Bengals, I think the Steelers are going to struggle to win every week beside the Bengals. Like it's going to be hard. So you got the Colts at six and five. What do you? I was talking to a buddy in the league. He's like, whose team might need a quarterback? And he was like, God, Ryan. He's like Ryan Tannehill's played pretty well. He's like, I don't even think they're going to let him go. I'm like, Yeah, I doubt it too. But they're five and five. They play the Jaguars this week at home. Then they get the Colts. Then they play the Raiders. Then they play the Texans. Then they play the Saints. Then they play the Texans. So you go. That's kind of tough. That's going to be actually kind of hard. The Texans or the Colts. Now they get a long week. They get they go Titans, Bucks, Saints in New Orleans. That's tough. Panthers, Jaguars.
2: So I'd say the Colts probably get to nine and seven. Do the Raiders yes, get to nine that and feels seven? Feels like three. Well, I uh, see now. I. If they this is where the Jets game comes into play. If they beat the Jets, they're 7 and 4. They're going 9 then, and 7, I would say. Then yeah, they're going because they play Tennessee, Jacksonville at home. They play the Chargers and the Broncos on the road, and those games are at the end of the year, week 16 week 17. So those teams, like you said this to be before the podcast, who knows what the Broncos and Chargers are doing December 22nd December 29th. The Chargers game could be really ugly, right? They could just completely quit. Well, it's going to be a rare right fire game, first of all. Yeah. So right? the Denver because game is Seth second to last week. The Raiders are one of like five teams that have more fans than the Rams do in L.A., let that's alone the Chargers. Correct. Yeah, to so me, this is why game. this game. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a swing game. I'm just saying if you win this game, now you're you can seat. lose to Kansas City the next week. Not that you, But that's not how we're going to be talking. If they win this game, we've already talked about this, then the— that Kansas City game becomes the biggest game of the there that the Raiders have played since their playoff season. Because now it's like we can talk about we can't talk about the division if it's sitting right there in front of you. What do you think about the line right now being
3: at you know, it's Jets plus two and a half? So the Raiders are basically favored by five and a half points. Like, if you look at Derek's history on the road in cold environments, he has not played well uh now i think the jets you just look at their totality of the season it's been pretty ugly but when you look at the history of this team just traveling now they've been better this year because they had the historic travel and hasn't been as bad i think the weather though is a different factor than just you know september and and october travel that's where i think the curveball is in this matchup if you told me that it was 85 in new york i'd like the raiders but when you talk about low forties and rain, doesn't that change your opinion on like, yeah, I mean they could even play well and lose. Like that's just that's not something they're used. To. It's just not something the quarterback's comfortable in.
2: I think that's. I think part if of they view. play well, they win. But I think low forties and rain opens the door for them not to play well.
0: You know, this is
3: where Derek made his first ever start. Do they remember they played no. his first ever game was at the Jets? I don't. Dennis no, Allen,
2: 2000, remember 2000, much about that two thousand fourteen. Do you? How about how about
3: that memory, Raider fans? Do you remember much about that game? Yeah, they didn't do much on offense. Uh, I think I was doing the post game show then. They just, huh. it, it was just you know the, it was kind of the latter years of Rex, like it was coming down the home stretch, but their defensive line was still good. And the Raiders just—I mean, their best receiver was James Jones. Their team wasn't very good, so they I, final score might have been like nineteen to nothing. I, I'm pretty sure they definitely didn't score a touchdown, if I remember correct. Maybe a garbage time touchdown, but it was—they struggled to move the ball. But I mean, that was September 1st, not you know October 24th. I, I, I just—I yeah. have a hard time, but like we, I said, envisioning rain
2: and then playing well with him throwing the ball. Understood. I'm just saying, if they play well, then I do think they win. The game. Like they 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 are good enough versus the Jets that if they play well, to me the question is not what happens if the Raiders play well. The question is will they play well? I'd say the
3: one one kind of caveat here is their defense is terrible. The Raiders, and yeah. Sam has had some moments the last couple of weeks since he's seeing ghosts like a month ago and coming back from the mono. He played really well against the Redskins, threw multiple touchdowns. Robbie Anderson, they got Crowder. You know, Levion Yeah, Anderson's
2: got tickets to the game.
3: I mean, I mean, Le'Veon's furious that they keep HGH testing him. He said he refuses to take another blood test. I saw someone tweet. They're like, well, if they test you relentlessly, it's usually because something's a little off in your blood, and they're, like, trying to huh. nail you. And I think Le'Veon's like, you're not going to nail me? <laughs> Honestly, Levion if you were on HGH, I wouldn't I wouldn't care. But, uh, and I wouldn't blame you. I mean, fuck, no one's blocking for you. You need something, you know? I don't think Le'Veon's had a very good season, and it's not even really his fault. I mean, their team has been horrendous. Every time
2: I watch him, he makes some plays.
3: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't you envision him making plays against Morrow and DJ Swearinger? You know,
2: it's just yeah. I just don't think he can single handedly win this game.
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. The quarterback can make some plays, but. I mean,
2: are we sure – Was actually, was the Washington game bad weather? No, not really. No, no. It was, I mean, it might have been chilly. Are we sure Sam was. is any better in the cold and the rain? Well, the the only difference is, is he's just there. So you practicing it. Yeah, I
3: mean, I yeah. no, I'm not. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to act like the Raiders don't have an advantage in this game. I mean, they're favored for a reason. They're the better team. But there is, I think, sometimes we forget when these teams get a little good – because when a, when a Raider or Niner team or a West Coast team is not that good or just middle of the road, we hammer that, right? The west to east, the early times, the the weather. Or if you're going to Tampa in September, the heat. And then late in the season, going to Foxborough, going to Philly, going to fucking Washington. It's freezing. Like, it's, just, it's impossible for us to get ready for it. I, I looked out my window today, a guy, and it was 68 degrees. Well, Derek's, they're not that far away. They're 20 minutes away from me. So, I, just... I would imagine Adam GaSe practice outside. There's just a, how do you? It's just a disadvantage you're at. It's like to me, it's a, it's a tangible disadvantage. It's not one of those like, coach, are we really complaining about the buses or something? You know, or like they didn't have Gatorades on the plane; they only had water. Like, yeah, we can manage. I- I'm talking about legitimate. Like, it's snowing, <laughs> and it's you know, you go play Kansas City next week. What if it's 30 degrees? Like those to me are football tangible advantages, and when you're built, like I think we realize, like by the first year, that Harbaugh team, it's like it doesn't fucking matter. They can play in Antarctica, they can play in the Dominican, (laughs) they could play, as our guy would say, any place, anywhere, anytime. You tell them they're there, and let's go. Well, usually the teams that are that are elite defenses and run games. Well, the, the Raiders' defense isn't very good. Now their run game is, but you'd say, "Well, that's the Jets," and we talked about this on the last pod. Like that is their one defining positive attribute: defense. Someone told me in the league that I guess I mean I. You read about it. I, I don't. I don't have access to the information. You know how everyone has like a chip in them now, so they know how f- the next gen stats. They know how fast they're running. Yeah. Well, I, the is that how they. I thought it's the cameras that get the but call maybe fast it is. I out. don't know exactly, but yeah, the chip and the camera sees it and can. But practice,
2: they do wear chips that tell them how fast they ran. Yeah, but in the game, I know in college every, at least. I, okay.
3: I know in the like in the game, every team has access to every player. So like, if you are the Niners, you can have access to the Jets and like all their players. I was told that Darren Waller has been the fastest tight end in the league this year. Wow. And like you said, it, you watch him, and when I'm like, how are they not covering him? Maybe it's just because he's the fastest motherfucker on the field. And he's huge. <laughs> you know, So, yeah, he's 6'5", and he can run like a deer. But that's – see, that would be a thing. If it wasn't raining, I'd be like, how are they going to cover Darren Waller? Now, they do have a guy that you would say, well, if anyone in the league would kind of match up, it would be 33, who's the one of the lone bright spots on the Jets. Who's another example of a team that like hadn't drafted well forever? Even they end up with the like you just if you just draft you're just gonna every couple of years hit a Jamal Adams, even if it's like a random like fifth rounder you just will you 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 could close your eyes and throw darts at the draft board. Now did you see a lot? There's been a lot of buzz this week. They have had the most productive draft class in the league, the Raiders, and they're missing a guy who hasn't played all season a first rounder. And another guy, Cleveland Farrow, who hasn't been good. But Jacobs, you know, is like third in the league in rushing. Uh, Crosby. Crosby's been really good. Hunter Renfro's been awesome. He's got a couple touchdowns. Just had a couple catches. He has been. That other dude, Hunter, uh, not Hunter, but the Monroe kid from LSU has been good. He's made a bunch of plays. Uh, The kid they draft in the second round, Mullins, the, the corner, starting to just play and make plays. So it's like, yeah, a big a big part of that has been Crosby and obviously Jacobs, but they've just gotten production out of their draft class. And you go, I think big picture, I'll be, you know, middle-class fuels. Uh, who, who's talking? I, I'm just being the Twitter guy.
0: Is that you go? Well, the one thing Mayock is probably going to be it's pretty good of at
3: being in your dome. <laughs> I actually think Mayock is going to be better like in the mid rounds because he's like kind of a Chris Ballard. Most of his guys, like, past the third round were all pretty consistent, right? Just tough guys, got dependable guys. Maybe not super pro bowl ceilings, but the Patriots have fucking built a dynasty around half their team being those. They're playing
2: for your team right away.
3: I mean, to me, when I think Max Crosby, I think, like, Winovich. Like, they're the same guy, just kind of different position. I mean, they're both kind of I wonder why you think that. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Oh, I got you. What should I have been like when I think Max Crosby? I think Fletcher Cox. (laughs) You know, it's a little harder to cross cross racial, racial. (laughs) 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 but yeah. I mean, it's just if you keep getting solid guys, and this is where the pressure is, they're going to have two first round picks, you're going to have to get some impact guys to go with it. And this year, they got Jacobs, and, and they deserve credit for getting Waller. Which, think about this if Gruden wouldn't have signed Waller. I'd imagine Waller's not even in the league. Do you think? Do you think Waller's in the league? What was his connection to the Raiders? I read somewhere that Gruden, when he was doing a game for Monday Night Football, like three or four years, saw him on the sideline and like oh, never forgot. Maybe about that,
2: him. was he at a practice? Maybe did, did you tell me like that? that? No, I, I feel like that was a part of Hard Knocks. I thought someone someone said somewhere that
3: he's like, I gotta, I want that guy on my team one day. I thought he just saw him on the sideline when he wasn't even coaching, and thought about him. Cause how would they even like? Why would Waller have even come up to Gruden? You know, he was out of the league. He had been suspended.
2: Maybe the Raiders just have a list of just suspended guys they're always keeping an eye on. It, you know, it's an it's an all time pull if he just saw him randomly at a practice while he was getting ready for Monday Night Football. That's an all timer. Yeah, That's, I feel yeah. like it was part of the hard knock story, but
3: I thought the hard knock story. I mean, they did several things on him. I, I don't remember them hitting on the origin of how like he signed with the Raiders. It was more like how he overcame it and how open he was about how many yeah. drugs he was using. And I remember the, the John Harbaugh clip when he's like, Waller, wake up! And Waller's like, God, yeah. he, if he, only he knew I was high as hell. It's crazy. but Yeah, it's just... There aren't many Darren Waller stories, guy, because most of them they're just they usually go the other way they just really do so it's I, I think those those type stories really do they and they I know it doesn't sell on social media or podcasts or whatever, but it really should be like the league should celebrate shit like that they gave this guy a second chance in life he turned his life around he became a pro ball like he finally he didn't just realize his potential he became a star
1: after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward Medela the mark of a fighter